you reckon it'll fly? What, the drone? Well, I have to say yes, don't I? Takeaway with the MPF. This series follows a group of students and industry experts as they join forces to create a flying taxi, or EVTOL. I am your host, Naraj, and this is a conversation I had with Tom Steyer, one of the parents involved for the team. Tom has a finance background, but that doesn't stop him from getting into the thick of things, along with his 12-year-old son, Ewan. Let's take it away. How's this homeschooling going? Yeah, right, I don't do any of it. This, yeah. is, this is my contribution to the homeschooling. Hot, uh, Bethan does it, the wife. So. Oh, okay. That's why I'm interested in this, because it's set up like a real company almost. You know, like you've uh-huh. got different teams, different areas. He'll hopefully get to try different things and see how you have to interact with people. Mm-hmm. You've got to wait for some people. You've got to help other people. How it works across the team. You know... He likes 3D printing, but he's yeah. at 12 to be able to do, go, yeah, I can do a bit of CAD. And he picked up that skill in a few weeks. Yeah, well, realistically, it's, what, three three hours? When you came in and showed him the mirroring thing, and like that's, mm. he didn't know that, but now he does. And yeah. it's just building, isn't it? It's building his toolbox of what's possible yeah. and what's not. And one of the advantages that he'll find working in an industry group like this is that as a way to supplement is what of his learning on YouTube. Yeah. On YouTube, a lot of the CAD tutorials, they'll show you how to do things, yeah. but not so best practices of what's actually done in industry. Uh, yeah, that's the only trouble with picking it up quickly is you, you just work yeah. out how to do it, not how to do it tidily. But yeah, which is great. I think at the start, until you go, oh, yeah, yeah. now I want to go further, then maybe you do a proper course Absolutely. or something and then you get the... And it's all about play at the end of the day. So if yeah. you, as long as it's playing with it and having fun, yeah. that's all that really matters. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like if you can do that at 12, by the time you're sort of 15 and looking for some work experience or something, you should hopefully after a project like this, yeah. you go, well, I like CAD. Or I actually don't like it, but I understand where it, at least I understand where it goes in the... We fit. Where it fits in the whole thing. Well, no, if you go, oh, like I really like aerospace or not, or he might find that he doesn't really like that and he might want to have a look at the business and marketing and advertising and, you know, like because Tim set out with such a broad mm. parameters and so many teams, you can nearly... It nearly covers the whole. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole spectrum of work. So, actually, that's a really good point. It's sort of a almost a career guidance kind of thing. Yeah. Because when I, I after high school, I decided I was going to pick engineering. Mm. I actually had no idea what day to day what I would actually end up doing, yeah. and I just thought it was cool, you know. Yeah. But what we're doing here. Like you say, you get the whole process. At least you can situate the different fields and yeah. how they operate within themselves. Yeah. And it seems really flexible. Like it seems flexible, especially for his age, because he's not going to be material to any of the individual streams. He's going to be doing little bits here and there. Yeah, he can sort of float across all the streams and see and absolutely see what he feels like or what he fancies. And because it's over, I presume it's going to be over a couple of years of different stuff. Then you know, as you change and you grow, and you can just try it, and mm. why not? Always force them to go between the teams just mm. to see it. Yeah. And not, not to work, you know, if you don't do this, you're gone. But, yeah. You know, encourage them to do it. Yeah. Encourage them to do it and give them maybe a task within that team to do. Yeah. And if they go, right, yeah, I've done that, but <laughs> I'm done now, then okay, go and try a different team. You know, don't always do the things that you 
comfortable and you, you know you're comfortable and you really enjoy yeah. like this is a good opportunity to try some yeah. of the other stuff in the workplaces that um, yeah you get very I see siloed around. you get siloed yeah. exactly yeah you're protective about their particular field and anyone else doing any other thing you know it's, it's not really important yeah it's one of the car companies it might be in toyota they're having lots of trouble with uh, maintenance and mm. you know the mechanics arguing after saying oh who put this here because i can't reach it and they said right the team that's in design once the project is finished you're going to be part of you're then going to swap to be in maintenance for that product so all of a sudden they were encouraged to go right how are we going to design this because we've got to look after it after and it's yeah. just you know it's having those broken down those silos isn't it? absolutely how did you get involved with with this team how did you hear about it was through MEF, yeah. through Tim. What have you seen so far from being involved with, with that with your son, who's 12 years old? I like playing around with bits, so yeah. you know, find, finding the drone, flying the drone, and then you know, weight testing the drone. And You're probably one of the most involved out of everyone. <laughs> I think too was, much. Was, was it all just a, a, ploy, <laughs> a ploy to get... <laughs> a ploy to get in and do stuff. No. Yeah. I think it's really good. Like it's fun, yeah, and it's experience for them to see how a whole team works. Mm. The knowledge that you guys have got, it's high end. It's not sort of people just fumbling around in the dark. There's, yeah, there's proper corporate. That's what would make you think, you know. Really. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a really good opportunity. I wish I had something like this when I was twelve. Is right on the probably the age of, you know, do they really need it? No, but is it going to do any harm? Like we were saying, when I left school, it was like, oh, what do I like? Oh, maths and physics. All right, mm. just go and do geophysics. Yeah. Then got a job in it for a bit and then got a bit bored of that. But it, just living in the bush got enough after two years. Yeah. I just sort of fell into stuff. Yeah. Do you reckon it'll fly? What? The drone? Well, I have to say yes, don't I? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if this one, I think when they dismantled it, they've broken it. So I don't know if it, yeah. Did they? I don't know. It doesn't seem to want to work at the moment, but anyway. <laughs> It's good, a good challenge for the electrical team to try and f- fiddle out why yeah, yeah, yeah. fundle their way through. What would be nice if there's not conflict, but if there's decisions that need to be... Like at the moment, there's no real decision to be made because we haven't got to the point where something's yeah. gone wrong or hasn't worked. And then yeah. you go, well, do we scrap it? Do we go here? Do we go there? And that's going to be a really interesting... That's going to be interesting, yeah. Yeah, how, how the various teams are going to have their say and then who's going to have the ultimate say and... Yeah. And on what basis? And how do you come because that's to, to consensus? Yeah. Mm. That, that'll be, you know, and again, I think seeing these processes that will play out, I hope they play out, mm. but it's not going to just fly and you put 200 kilos on off again no, in happy no, days. Yeah, there's no. going to be, this thing doesn't work, it doesn't flip, it doesn't. Yep. And it might just not work at all. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah, big possibility. Yeah. And that is another part of engineering is that you take a complex thing and you break it down into yeah. solvable problems. Yeah. That's why the, you know, the first hover test is super simple. Hmm. And then we're like, all right, how do we, how do we now look at, okay, when it's flying horizontally, can you do that? And then, okay. But uh, yeah, that sort of conflict that hopefully, hopefully it will come, but not aggressive. You know, well, if it comes aggressive, but I don't think it will come aggressive. Nah. But, but you yeah. know, like how there will be a point of conflict and debate yeah. of what, what, how are we going to solve this problem? And, you know, that's going to be an interesting, yeah, an interesting well, how, what format is it going to happen in and, and how is, I presume it'll be Tim going to manage it and... What methods and tools do what, you use What to, methods and tools are we going to use to make it through, yeah. Yeah, geez, I'm getting excited for that conflict now. 
Whether it's conflict <laughs> yeah, or, know, or there's a tr- whether there's a true problem of, okay, at the moment we're all sort of going towards the same place, we're yeah. doing this hover test, but when, when we get the results of the hover test or the hover test doesn't work yeah. or whatever, then that's going to be where the first interesting dynamic sort of comes in. If, yeah. In the real world environment, that's the environment you work, want, yeah, because the more learnings and that yeah. get shared, the less mistakes and errors that are going to occur because... Hmm manufacturing team doesn't build something that you guys have not designed or the electronics team have designed something that won't fit in what the manufacturing team are making or whatever. Yeah. So if you've got that collaboration then once you've worked in a open team environment like this it's really hard to fathom working and silo teams yeah it's really hard why did you get into it or do you just get ear bashed by tim to say you've got to do it well the ev tool yeah Wow, that's a good question. So my own story is that I struggle a lot after uni to get into my field. Uh, Literally, it took me five years to get into the field. Okay. So, and Tim was the only one who sort of looked at my resume, whatever you want to call it, and then we're like, yep, we'll give you... Give you a go. Yeah, give you a yeah. Worked there for three years together. And then, and from the time that I knew him, he's been talking about... EV tools. Oh, see. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. And then when he said he's going to do the EV tool team and that he needs mentors for that or people to be involved, like it was yeah. a no-brainer. It's like, yeah, I'd love to do this. A lot of it is a learning experience for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the mentor for the aerostructures team, which is my background. But there's a lot of things that I want to understand, at least get a high-level view of how it works. The electrical team, for example, they're talking about Software architecture and all that yeah. stuff, and I've got no idea about any of that. Yeah. So this is an so opportunity for you to broaden as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so I'm looking at the Microsoft Teams post. Yeah. They're making these diagrams in there. These are all things that I've I keep asking myself, and now all of a sudden I've got this this pool of knowledge that people yeah. actually know what they're talking about. Yeah. It should also be able to broaden out your yeah. experience in, at, at, a, at a good enough level that it makes a difference. To yeah. It. Because it's a learning experience for everyone. To be able to teach something at that level means you've really got to understand it yourself yeah. and, and how you sort of synthesize it down to the important things. Yeah. Can't engage in very complicated thinking. So a lot of what I do is I like to boil things down into what I call gut feel. So yeah. once I internalize something, uh, it becomes more of a feeling. So, yeah. it, you know, if you're talking about how a wing is loaded, all right, if you extend your arm, with. And you and you push push up on it. You know yeah. how does that feel in your shoulder? And that's yeah. the same thing that the wing is feeling at yeah. the wing root. Yeah. So that's where you're going to get your maximum stress. Uh, get things in- intuitively, and then yeah. that's how I'm explaining things also. And that's that's been a really helpful experience because I'm forced to try to explain these concepts to to the students. When Tim was talking about the physics of the wing and the structure, and yeah, the, like that's that's, fairly, that's super interesting. That, that's fairly high on fit. Well, not high on. Well, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty advanced. Proper. Of, Top of high yeah. school, probably physics in it. Yeah, well, it, but it's it's very practical and it's yeah, very yeah. interesting. Yeah, and because you're sort of doing it, like I said, you know, all right, bend it here. Yep, that, all yeah. right. Okay, how does that feel? Like, yeah. yeah. And because you're also got a model to look at, mm. and you're doing the CAD, it all sort of fits together. And then it's all right. Yeah, I get. I might not get the formula behind it, but I, get, yeah. I understand the theory of why that would be. Or and sometimes it's hard, isn't it? Because like you say, with the CAD. You learn how to do it and you get sort of operationally good, but then do you have to almost relearn it to get the structure <laughs> in it? Or is it better to have that knowledge 
and then backfit the formality. Yeah, that's a good question. What do you reckon? So it depends on the person, probably, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, probably like, depends on the person. But I'm not that bothered on formality, so I'd probably yeah. prefer to understand it mm. and not have the formalities than, yeah. than, than have the formalities but not really understand it. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way, actually, is framing it in terms of formalities versus gut feeling. Yeah, gut feeling or yeah. true understanding of what makes it. Yeah. And, and I'm the same. I'm very much more towards the gut feel of things. And then, yep, if you need to add the formalities, you add that as another layer. Yeah. But get that base level gut feel first. Yeah, yeah you probably have to get to the formalities when you actually fly because you want to make sure it's like, it's yeah. not R squared. It's R rather than yeah, R squared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At a certain speed, it all blows up. But. but the formalities are useless without having the gut feel. And, yes. and sometimes you can be really good at formalities. And but then because the you don't have, and, you, and then, yeah, you miss the obvious. And I've seen that happen. Yeah. Uh, but the formula said, sense. yeah, but that's yeah, obviously but says, not going to work. And you're just focusing on, on this yeah. particular aspect, but then you miss the bigger thing. Yeah. There's only two of us really, aren't there, with younger. Yeah, yeah, there's only two, two of you. Younger, but I've been speaking so. to a lot of the other students, the high school students, and a lot of them actually homeschooled, I noticed. Oh, are they? Yeah. All right, I thought most of them had uni. Homeschoolers are probably looking for something like this. Yes. Because it's sort of like real world, like we've been talking real world learning. Yeah. yeah. And it... And get the social aspect also. Yeah, social aspect, but also if they're sort of 15, 16 and they really get into it, then, you know, potentially javelin or, mm, or something. Yeah. You know, they could do a week of work experience. Absolutely. Go, right, they're decent kids, they, they learn. We know them, yeah, we know how they, how they yeah. comport themselves. Yeah. So on the flip side of things for organisations involved, like javelin involved in here, it well, is... It potentially, is, they're your next crop of... Exactly, yeah. Like, it, they're probably what? Four years away, or some of them will be coming through uni. So, you know, as an advertising career progression, it's yeah. good as well. Yeah. Like if they do this for 12 months and you're with them a couple of times a week or a couple of times a fortnight or a month, you get to know them, they get to know you. Yeah. You know, they're sort and I'm of, sort of already training them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like a protracted interview process. Yeah. A real world interview rather than, you know, yeah, like this what's, contrived, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, what are your weaknesses and yeah. strengths and yeah. all that stuff? Yeah. And I think that's what's really good about it. If it can get to that level mm. where there's longevity, but people come in and out and, you know, because, like I said, because there's so many different aspects and so many different teams, A, they get to try everything, but B, there's lots of opportunities within this project and, and further, yeah? Because you're just networking with people who like similar stuff. Ewan is, so 12 of yours, so is, so is Charlie, yeah, David's think, son? Yeah, 12, 13, something like that. He's 12, 13, yeah. How's it been with uh, adapting within a group that consisted of a lot of older people? So you've got high school students, uni students, and then you have the mentors, and then you have the industry experts. He would be the youngest yeah. out of that group. Yeah. What's that experience been like for him? Which I think you should ask him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got specific things that we're doing, you know, like model this or do mm. that or look at the printer or do stuff. So he hasn't really got into the whole team Mm-hmm. environment yet yep it is a lot to take in also yeah. for like he's probably more just stands back and w- looks and watches and which is great and if he just sits there and watches and doesn't actually do much then that's almost a win just to see how other people are interacting yeah but at the moment he seems to be getting involved and you're trying to get kids ready for workplaces aren't you effectively or for the rest of their life mm. you know so they need to work out how to operate in a an environment of mix of people yeah when you walk into the workplace, you're probably going to be the youngest as well. Mm. So 
you're the youngest here, that's all right. And at some point you get to the middle and then the oldest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do, yeah. And then you turn around and you start mentoring oh, people. Yeah. Passing it, passing it on and passing it back. Yeah, it's a no. And so far all the mentors have been really good and mm. really open and haven't been or you're a bit young for that or yeah. we're not going to show you that. It's like, oh, oh you're here, you're doing it. I'll show you, show you how to do it. Yeah, no, it's, that's true. I think we all come from an environment where continuous learning yeah. is the center of everything. Yeah. And yeah, like, nobody's being cliquey or don't do this or don't go there or no. don't look at that. It's all quite yeah. free and open and I think... Tim's built a good environment yeah, around yeah. that. And I think you see all the inefficiencies by not talking. But it's always that balance between talking too much and not getting anything done and yeah. not talking enough and double doing everything. Yeah, you need to have enough structure behind everything to actually be yeah. moving in a direction together. Yeah. But then have enough flexibility to keep learning. A main takeaway from your involvement? Main takeaway. That's the namesake of the episode, by the way, so of, what, the, of the whole away. podcast. So I have oh, to finish. No. I have to finish with that. Pressure. <laughs> Pressure. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't have to be anything. No, I think the main takeaway or main is just the collaboration between the teams. The individual teams can be successful, but then you have to come up to have an overall successful project and work together. And it's that teamwork and and collaboration between the teams that will make it successful. And yeah. you can have a couple of bright stars, but if the rest of the team aren't going in the same direction it doesn't work you're better to have a an average team that works well together than have a couple of Ronaldos that don't pass the ball to anybody oh, that's a great that's a great saying Best yeah. folks this is all we have time for keep sending your feedback fears hopes dreams at the email address in the show notes and do keep an eye out for the next episode until then upwards and onwards